Welcome to Launch It Girl, where business coach, marketing strategist, and ex-corporate leader, Kenzie Mackis, will show you how to launch, market, and scale a business and brand that feels authentically you, leveraging her proven framework for getting known, seen, and heard online so that you can overcome perfectionism, feelings of imposter syndrome and confusion, and finally launch yourself into a life full of abundance and freedom. Hey girl, hope you're having a great week. It is Tuesday at the time of this recording. It is 9.15 um, at night. My typical routine uh, nightly podcast recordings uh, has actually, it's become my favorite time of the week. Uh, My son was actually just asking me, he was like, hey mom, why do you wait until everybody goes to bed and to record your podcast episodes? And I was like, well, buddy, because you kiddos are very loud. (laughs) Anyway, I want to come to you with a very important message, and this is about time, how to maximize your time so that you can move the needle in your business. And I think those two go hand in hand, but they're actually too often overlooked with one another. And so I can show you like really great time hacks and how to be more productive. But if it's not productivity in the way that's actually going to get you bigger business results, then being productive actually means nothing. And I think so many people have gotten really good at saying that they're productive um, and they think they're, you know, by keeping themselves busy or doing things um, in building, um, but on the other end, they're not getting the results they want. And so it's really time to look at Um, how you're leveraging the time that you have in order to get bigger results. And here's what's cool. I've been through so many different phases of time hacking in my business. So when I first launched, I was still working full-time. And so that meant I was working um, on my business early in the mornings, late at night, and then maybe periodically, you know, through the day but hardly ever. And so, um, my time prioritization was very different then than it is now. But then here's, what's funny. I launched into full-time entrepreneurship. And so I had this like crazy clear schedule. I was like, Oh my gosh, I have all the time. And on, on the other side of that, I found that it was actually harder to manage my time because I didn't know what to do with all that freedom. And I was like, well, what do I work on now? It was almost, um, having too much time (laughs) and then not knowing really what to do with that. But just as I was sort of getting my rhythm in that space, then COVID-19 hit. And then I found that (laughs) everything pretty much went out the window at that point. Cause, um, I've got three kiddos, 10, seven, and two. Um, so everybody's home. My husband and I are both running our businesses from the home. And so everything was like literally cut down into a fraction. And so going from like, oh, having all this time um, to literally having a couple hours a day. So I've been through these like really different phases of time um, and business growth. And so I feel like I can give you a really colorful uh, variety of how to really maximizing your time depending on the season that you're in. I know a lot of you are building a business while still working full-time and also raising a family. I also know that some of you, even though you're not working full-time, you have very minimal hours because you're tending to your toddlers during the day and you know there's only one of you. 
And so I really want to give you a system, a strategy that works no matter what season of life or business you're in. Um, and just some things, really three points to take away from this that you can implement, you know, tomorrow in order to get really clear on the things that are going to give you the results that you want in the matter of time that you have. So the first hack is really understanding how to complete a task. (laughs) And this might sound so silly. So hang with me here, but how many of you sit down and you're like, oh my gosh, I have an hour I'm going to get all these things done on my to-do list and it's going to be so wonderful. But by the time that hour is done, you either haven't really completed anything or you're not really sure that the things or thing that you completed is going to actually get you to the other side of something. (laughs) I would be willing to bet that a lot of you can resonate with that, but here Um, I used to be that person. I would like carve out time to work on my business, especially when I was working full time and I would sit down and when the hour was over, I was so frustrated because I was like, I need more time. It's that feeling of needing more time, but I want you to consider that it's not a matter of needing more time. It's that you're not actually completing the things you need to in the time that you have. And what does that mean to complete a task? So before you sit down to work on your business, I want you to ask yourself a couple questions. Question number one is what is my intention? And question number two is what is my deadline? When we go back to the intentionality of completing something, this is like, I am going to complete a blog post. This isn't like I'm going to fumble around with like three or four drafts of something and um, maybe I'll complete it tomorrow. I want you to set the intention to wrap something up, complete something, or see something through. So you're, before you even sit down, that having that mindset is going to carry you so far. But lastly, it's like, okay, I have an hour, so that is my deadline. And you're literally setting a timer. And so how differently will you work, create, produce when you know it has to be done? And this really will align with this idea that good and done is better than not done at all. And understanding that like through these motions of producing, creating, and completing, you will get better, but you have to complete. And so I want you to stop fumbling around on incomplete tasks or really getting things perfect or creating the right, quote unquote, right thing. And just set the intention to complete something and give yourself that deadline. And so if you have a big chunk of time, say two hours, um, I want you to chunk that down. And so if you have two things to get done off your list, you need to do you know, one um, blog post and you'd love to connect with five people, um, you know, through reach outs or connecting or making, um, you know, building relationships done, done and done. It's really important that before we ever sit down to do anything, whether that's your business or in your life, you're setting that intention in my personal life. I have to constantly do that, do this. So before I sit down with my family, I set the intention to have a good meal with them. I set the intention to be present with my husband on date night. I set the intention to complete a podcast episode when I sit down to work on my podcast. Like too often we get busy working with no intentionality behind that. 
And so we're just sort of like producing half things, moving through the motions. And that's where we find at the end of the day, we're like, what did I even complete today? But setting that deadline for yourself is so important, especially when it comes to creating, because as perfectionists, we'll always, always be wanting to tweak and adjust and start over. But giving yourself the permission to just complete something by a certain amount of time will go so far and it will really get you in the practice of completion. And with that will come the practice of creating under certain guidelines, if you will. It will train your mind to sit down and write, sit down to create, produce, given the constraints that you have in your deadline without really being too worried about, you know, completing it quote unquote on time. So that's the first hack, really understanding that you're going to set the intention before you sit down, before you put your butt in that seat, in your office, in your desk, you're setting the intention to do ABC, but most importantly, you're giving yourself a deadline. If you have a big hour, you know, or a big chunk of time um, and you have, you know, three things to complete, then you're going to set your deadlines for each of those things. From nine to 10, I'm writing and completing my blog post. From 10 to 11, I'm sitting down to write five pieces of content for my free group. And from 11 to 12, I'm reaching out, connecting with five different people. So we're creating that framework for ourselves to really produce and move through things and not just leave things incomplete. Secondly, the second hack to this is time blocking. So time blocking works really well, but here's what I don't want you to do, or here's what doesn't work well for me. And I find that this doesn't work for most people, but lean into what works for you. I cannot time block my day minute by minute. I don't do well in that. It causes too much constraint in my schedule, which gives me anxiety. So I do more flexible time blocking with some, you know, white noise in there, some freedom to adjust, but I do create time blocks for very specific time. And here's what I want you to consider. I have four big time blocks. One is for creation. Two is for connection. Three is for busy work and four is for family. I'm making sure to be intentional in each of these areas. I have to carve out time for creativity. I cannot create on a whim. Although, you know, like creating like content sometimes on a whim can come as creative energy is flowing through me. But like for big projects like trainings and workshops and new challenges and sales pages. Like I have to have the time, the energy and the focus blocked out. I have to prepare for that. So I will chunk out time in my days, in my week actually, where only that time is for creating. It's quiet. I'm rested. It's very purposeful time because if you're creating, which all of you are, you have to create from um, an energetic place. And so where does that, when you look at your week, where's, where are the best places to put those? For me, it used to be early in the mornings. And so I would really carve out that time throughout the week to create. For now, it's the beginning and the end of the week. And I totally block out the entire day for the most part. So that's the creative time. Secondly, the connection time. This is me just like connecting with my people. And you guys, if you are not making time to connect, you're missing the boat. Too many people think, oh, if I grow a big audience, I'll have big results. But growing an audience comes from making connections 
one person at a time. And so that means sending love to people, sending messages to people, sending texts to people, letting them know that you're thinking of them, having virtual meetups, having local coffee dates, like really taking the time to connect with the people in or out of your space. And this has nothing to do with selling. This is literally you just building relationships with people and you have to have that connection time. I don't like calling it networking time. I have like kind of PTSD around (laughs) that term. Um, but basically this is what this is. Like you are networking, you're connecting, you're building relationships. Relationships will be the foundation to your business. So you really have to get good at not only connecting with people, but also like being a good relationship person. Like you have to get really good at talking to people, listening to people, being that person that people can be like, Oh, like I can really trust her. Like she is genuine. She's authentic. So this is really important. If you carve out time to connect, you will see your audience like totally amplify. So that's second. Third is work time. And this is like either just like busy work or actual delivery of something. So like this, these are my coaching calls. Um, this is me like just flushing through like the to-do things that have been building up. Um, and this is like meeting time. So meeting with my VA, meeting with my podcast team, making sure that that work time is really just like we're moving through the, the tasks, the projects um, that need to get done, but I'm also like delivering on my promises. I'm coaching, I'm training, etc. That's the work time. And then lastly, the family time. And this might sound sort of, I don't know, obvious, but I do think it's important when we, again, come from intentionality, we put ourselves in such a better place to show up differently, especially for our families. And so I totally block out my nights, my mornings, like my mid mornings. So from seven to nine, that's family time. And then three o'clock on is family time. And I block that out. And it's not that maybe, you know, I plan to work during that time, although I could, I'm like so obsessed with my business. Sometimes I get to be more of that workaholic, but like I have to set the intention to be like fully present with my family. And when I see those blocks on my calendar, it prepares me for that. And I'm reminded that like, Hey, nobody can schedule a meeting during this time with me. I'm, you know, I'm not networking during this time. I'm not connecting with people during this time. I'm definitely not in creation mode. And so I want to encourage you, especially as you're building a business and you're juggling all the things, right? Especially if you're working full time, carve out that space for family time where it's like, this is me connecting with my family. You know, maybe that means putting your phone aside, computer goes down and it's just you and your fam. If you feel like the lines are getting blurred a little bit, this will be so helpful for you. Your family time may feel smaller, especially when you're in that messy in the middle, I call it, where you're like really transitioning from corporate to full-time or you're transitioning from like side hustle to like big business. Getting that messy in the middle is like really getting your footing, understanding that routine and the rhythm. It feels a little messier, but like if you can just carve out that time each day, you will feel so much more present. So time blocking is that second hack. So effective. Do what works for you. If you have to time block every hour to really be more effective and efficient, I encourage that. For me, it's just like flexible blocking of these four core areas. If you look at my schedule, not every moment is blocked, 
but I do have to make sure to incorporate those four areas in my schedule in order to move the needle. And then lastly is this thing called minimum business requirements. I've been talking a lot about this with my clients. Like I said, I attract a lot of the corporate professionals that are transitioning out of corporate, juggling all the things, motherhood, um, marriage, family, and job. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, hey, I want to build a business. Like been there, done that. But this is so important to know. Understanding what the minimum business requirements are for you in your business, in the phase of growth that you're in is so important. And this means what are the things that I need to do each day in the minimal time that I have that will make the biggest results now? So for me, like I said, right now, well, before COVID-19, it was like I had all this time. I could take on all the things. I could do trainings. I could do challenges. I could do live events. I could do, um, you know, discovery calls, um, breakthrough packages, like all the things. But for you, if you have one hour a day to work on your business, doing all the things is just going to make you feel frazzled as you know what. And you've got to really get clear on the thing or things that are going to make the biggest results for you and know that it's not always going to be just that one hour that you have that will grow. But what's really cool about being in that season is you get really freaking good at maximizing your time and growing a business in minimum hours, which means, hey, cool, when you do have more time, maybe you don't even need it. You've gotten so good with your time that you have really learned to double down on the thing that you're good at, to double down on the thing that's going to move you to the bigger results and you won't be frazzled. You won't be working your butt off, but to get there, you have to really understand what is moving the needle too often. I see people with minimum hours sitting down, creating like all the content, working on their website, working on their sales page. And you guys, like these are the things in a beginning phase, if you're just starting out or if you're trying to gain momentum, those are not the things that are going to move the needle. Those just won't. And so it's really getting clear on what will produce results in the way that I define results in my business. For me, it's like, I want revenue coming in the door and I want to make an impact. So what do I need to do? Well, I need to make more offers. I need to talk to people, make offers, get people in my door. That's like the shortest version of what those results look like for me, but you have to define that for yourself. Where do you want to see results in your business? And what are the things on your list that are going to help you get there? I'd be willing to bet that it's not writing out emails, you know, daily content or working on your website. So I want you to stop fumbling around on managing all the things and get so clear here. You guys, this will be the biggest skill that you can gain as an entrepreneur besides building like an incredible mindset is time productivity in the way that it's going to give you the results you want. It's not just being productive with time. I think we trick ourselves into thinking we're awesome because we're like, oh, we're like getting so much done. But is that moving the needle in your business? Really want you to be honest with yourself. And so to wrap up, I want you to consider these three big hacks. These three big hacks to maximizing your time to move the needle in your business. First of all, we're getting really good at actually completing a task, right? It's the intentionality and it's forming a deadline. Second of all, we're going to time block what works for you in creating 
that rhythm, that routine in your day. So you're really moving through a cycle of business tasks each day that makes sense for you. And then lastly, we're getting clear on those minimum business requirements. What do you need to do each day that will move the needle the most in your business, especially if you have very strict time constraints. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. You guys, I have been in so many of these different seasons of time and I want you to be encouraged by the fact that whatever season you're in, whether that's so much, like your time is so limited and it's frustrating you, you are sitting on such great ideas you have a vision for your business, but you like cannot get enough time. I want you to know that if you can get good here, if you can really understand this time and moving the needle, like once you get this, everything else will move for you. But I want you, I don't want you to get discouraged. And I want you to know I've been there and I know so many other entrepreneurs have been there and I'm there now. There are, it's kind of like full circle, right? Really um, adjusting to new time constraints new priorities, new demands. So I want you to be encouraged. Lean into the season that you're in now and know that whatever season you're in, there's a lesson to be learned there. And it's going to really fine tune your skill when it comes to maximizing your time, but not just maximizing your time. It's really maximizing your time so that you can move the needle in your business. Sound good? All right, guys, have a great week. If you liked what you heard today and want to continue the conversation, join us in the Facebook community. Just go to launchitgirlpodcast.com. Can't wait to see you in there.